Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hi, Earl. Hi, how you doing? Great, how you doing? Doing great. So last time you were on the podcast, it was all about mindset, and we talked about mindset and about a 50-mile race you had coming up. Tell us about how your mindset worked out and how the race worked out. Well, the race ended up working out good, ended up finishing the race, and um, I decided that you had set me up during all this stuff here. Um, The... I was going through and it got really, really tough. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, about mile 23 to about 28 got really tough. Um, I had a came out of the woods, was actually in the sun. It got really hot compared to what they thought it was going to that day. So it, um, it got really big of a struggle. So on the way back through and um, I had my mind, I was kind of like, okay, I said, like, I don't know if I'm going to do this right here. I am really getting in bad shape. And I had listened to the podcast with you that me and you had recorded. So I'm going through the woods and I'm by myself and hope to God nobody was around. But, you know, and all of a sudden it hits me. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like hollering. I'm like, she has set me up. I can't quit now. If I quit, it's going to look like, I, I mean, this is going to be horrible. So it was kind of funny that um, my mind was going like, yeah, and I'm like, okay, I can't quit now. I've got to finish this off. So, you know, as a lot of you guys know, you know, Renee coaches different people, but she's my coach also. And um, I've got a running coach from Italy, but Renee is my everyday coach. You know, and she's one that keeps being pushed and motivated and things like that. So um, it was funny. Um, I got thinking about it, like, okay, I got to finish this no matter what. So things got really, really dark, really, really tough there for a little while. But all of a sudden, I got a second wind about mile 32. Um, I got to see um, uh, you and Corey and Kate. Um, you guys, uh, Corey had surprised me and, and showed up um, to, at the, the, one of the crew stations. And so when I came into the crew station, got to see you guys, it kind of gave me that extra boost. And um, I knew I could you know, walk it in and get and finish it off. But I, I didn't want to just, just barely scrape by. I wanted to actually push through. So um, I ended up getting um, kind of um, teamed up with another runner. Me and him ended up, um, he was a really cool guy. Me and him ended up um, deciding to look. I told him, I said, look, let's finish this thing. We're not going to quit. And um, so we um, pushed each other. Uh, he stayed with me till right at the end. Um, um, started picking up my pace really good toward the end and passing uh, several people. I passed about eight or nine more people um, and uh, ended up finishing the 50-mile race in 13 hours in like 41 minutes and finished 17th overall. So I was excited. Um, I wanted to finish top 20. And if I hadn't pushed through, um, I would have not passed those last few people to get where I wanted to be at. Two guys did pass me within the last probably three miles. And I was getting, I was, I had the energy and I was getting ready to go after them and, and run them down. Um, but they kind of hit me. I was like, man, if I blow up with a mile to go, I am not going to get out of these woods. <laughs> so I had to kind of 
rethink my, my, my strategies. Like I got to let them go. And it's really hard for me, my personality to let, to let them go. But I, I, I decided to let them go. And I didn't really know where I was standing at in the standings, but um, getting finished and fi finishing 17th and, and finishing it before dark was a big part of mine. Um, but um, it was exciting. And, uh, um, but definitely the mental toughness really was a huge, huge, huge part, man. It just, I had to dig really, really deep. My body was good. I, I was feeling great. My legs felt great. Everything was feeling good. But it was just the mental part. Yeah, I had read something just the other day that your mind will quit before your body will. And that really showed me right there that that was true because my mind was quitting at mile 23. But uh, hearing your voice in my earphones and and, I, and, and knowing that I, I couldn't quit because I couldn't come back on the podcast again if I'd quit. So. <laughs> <laughs> well you're welcome we got you through it yeah you got me through it so and I think anytime that you do something that is hard something that you're not sure you can do there is a mental part that you have mm. to break through and you you're right your your mind will help your body get through the process and do all that it can do but they've got to work together so mm. uh, I think that is great you did a great job I could tell you were really strong uh, when I got to see you at the aid station and uh, even then you got even stronger when we, mm -hmm. after you saw Corey and we were there to meet you. And then I, I was, couldn't believe how strong you were when you came in and how you'd picked up speed. Um, so that's all really good. And of course, I'm proud of you. You did mm -hmm. a great job. Um, and I am always going to be pushing you mm -hmm. and putting you on the spot because I know you can do it. So you have to have somebody push you a little. That's right. Um, but um, this month on the podcast, we have been talking about old school sales. And in our industry uh, with copiers and office equipment, most of the conferences that we go to, there's an element where they talk to us about e-commerce. And I, I think e-commerce is great. I mean, we use Amazon almost every day for something. And it has been life-changing. But I think it is really hard to replace a salesperson mm -hmm. and what they do for you. And so this month on the podcast, I've been highlighting kind of how I think um, we, we need to be salespeople and how we can really help our, our customers and our friends, people we know because we care about them. And so I'd, I'd love for you to share a story. Recently, uh, we got a truck and you were looking for some accessories and share a little bit about your experience because it is one that I think really shows uh, when we need a salesperson and how they can help us. Yeah, we like you said, we bought a truck here in, a, in the last little wall here. We uh, need one to pull our camper with. And um, so we finally found one at a reasonable price and uh, purchased it. And um, there's a, a couple options I was looking for. One being a, a tonneau cover that covers your bed where you can use it basically like a big trunk. It's probably the best way to put it if you don't know what that is. I had looked online, researched some different models. They were a lot of different things. Um, looked on Amazon. So many come up. Different reviews. It was all over the place. But we have a local place here. And I decided to go down um, to talk to them to see what they had in stock and kind of see what they thought. So I went in and uh, 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 the salesperson came to me and was helping me out, talked a little bit what I was looking for. Um, I asked him, I says, I said, okay, I said, let me ask you a question. So if you're coming in here with your truck 
and you're buying buying a tonneau cover, which one would you buy with money not an option? I wanted to hear what he, I always like hearing what they got to say because if they start saying money, they're going, oh, well, this one here is cheaper and whatever. And I said, money's not an option. I wanted to know which one you would pick here. And so it was real interesting. The guy didn't go to the most expensive one. He didn't go to the cheapest one. There was one that was probably probably in the halfway mark around in that point. He said, this one right here, he says to me, for the, for the price and the and everything, this is probably the best one we offer. He goes, you can stand on the thing if you wanted to. He says it keeps the, the bed dry. And he just, everything about it he liked. And he said, he goes, this is the second most popular one that we sell. And I says, great, okay. I said, what's the most popular one? He goes, this one right here. And the reason why, it's the cheapest. That's why we sell the most. That's the only, the only why it beats this one is, he said, people don't want to spend the extra you know, three dollars $400 on this one to get, get, to get it. And he says, the only reason this one right here is our most popular one. And I said, okay. So I said, so I asked him, I kind of drilled him a little bit more. And it's like, okay, so, you know, what other options are there? He showed me some different options. And so it was kind of cool. I was like, okay. And, and, and I was like, so he's like, well, this one here is really nice. It's, it's, it's more money. But I was like, well, what do you like about it? He says, well, it's got this couple of things. He says, but really, I like this other one probably better. And I says, okay, so if you're, you're buying it then, so you're going to tell me you would buy this middle one. If money's not an option, they can say you can pick any of these out. He said, yeah, I would pick it out. I still get it if it was, if it was me. So this guy makes commission, but he could easily said this most expensive one that was three times the price what I, I was buying. Um, um, he could easily say this one right here is the best on the market. And, and this, this is what you really need to buy. And, and I probably would have looked at it because I mean, I was, I was, that's what I was in there. If he for. had some reasons. Yeah. Would. <laughs> and so, but he's like, he goes, this right here is the one I would really buy. If, it would, if I was coming in, just get one for my truck. This is the one I would get. I really think it's a great cover. And, and it's a, you know, about, you know, like I said, half the, a third, the price of this big expensive one over here. And he said, but it does everything you want it to do. And this company's a great company to deal with. So I was like, wow, okay. I said, so, so I asked him when he could get me one in. And um, he said, um, he goes, uh, we don't have them in stock, but we'll have it here in the morning. I says, okay, great. I'm not in a big rush. That's, that's great. In the morning, be, be fine. Um, so if I'd ordered it from Amazon, wherever, it still would be in that next day or two days or whatever it was going to be. So on the story with that, it was kind of interesting. The next morning, I get a call from him, and I thought this was going to be saying it's ready, whatever. So it was actually the manager calling me, and he said, we got your cover in, but the box was beat up. And he says, I didn't accept the package. He says, I, I just didn't, I don't want to open it up and it'd be beat up and, and you're not going to be happy and we're not going to be happy with the product we're putting on your truck. And I says, okay, well, that's, that's great. That's something. He said, I'll have you another one here in the morning. And I said, okay, that's great. And so he did. Next morning, he called me like eight o'clock that morning. He already had my cover. He said, we got your cover um you know when do you want to schedule and i said well i said i can get it into you anytime scheduled it the next day dropped it off to them went down there they uh, um, had tinted the windows and and put my my tunnel cover on within just a couple of hours um got everything installed because they said you can install it yourself it takes us about an, about an hour to install it um with experience so i was like okay if it takes them an hour it's going to take me probably a couple hours to install this thing by myself at best and 
So I went ahead and paid them for their install to do everything, get it set up, and um, and real happy with the product. It was really, um, like I said, it's not exactly the one I was looking at. I had kind of seen this model, but really hadn't thought much about it. But it was definitely that salesperson sold it to me. Yeah, so you had came out and told me the story, and I loved it because he asked you a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you, you put him on the spot because you are a hard person to sell to. <laughs> I say this all the time. Um, because most people will not say if, if you're not considering the money, which is the one you like the best. Uh, and it wasn't that money was not important to you, but you wanted to know which was the best one. Right. And um, and he was able to tell you without taking advantage of this is the best mm -hmm. one because it's, you know, whatever. Um, so I, I thought it was just a great story. It was um, just an example of why we need salespeople because you were overwhelmed with all the options. When you looked online, mm -hmm. there was ones you could buy and you could have ordered one. You could have went through the two or three hour process of installing it yourself. Mm -hmm. And you may or may not have been happy. Yeah. But with this, you know, it, it took you, you know, probably 30 minutes to drive there, talk to him, and now you're happy with it. So you haven't been um, you know, you weren't disappointed. Yeah. And it done everything you wanted to do. So he asked you some questions, what you were going to do with it, and pointed out some differences. He was really a really good salesperson. Mm -hmm. And and it makes a difference by how happy you are now yeah. as a customer. Because I would, I mean, I looked it up and I wouldn't have saved it would have been like a couple hundred dollars and a hundred and fifteen of that was them installing it. So mm -hmm. really I'd only saved like a hundred dollars, really, me ordering it myself. Um, and, uh, and, and getting it in. Fuck yeah. And then if I'd got it in, the box had been damaged or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of the things that when I, when I was picking it up that day, it was storming real bad. It was pouring the rain. Um, and he looked at me, he says, Hey, you know, we usually don't like installing on days like this, but we thought the weather's going to hold out on us. It didn't. Um, he goes, but he says, he goes, take it home, keep, keep an eye on it for a few days. He said, if it's not selling good or not doing what you want it to bring it back and we'll make it right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. I said, wow, that really impressed me that he said that. Mm -hmm. And, and it does, it stays dry, which is pretty yeah. impressive to me. So that, that is really the point that I want to make. Sometimes we're a little scared to be the salesperson because we don't want to feel pushy. Mm -hmm. We don't want to feel salesy, but there are times when we really need a salesperson. And then this was one of those cases. You even needed one more than you knew. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I think that is when it's important that we are willing to help the customer. We're willing, willing to build those relationships and be there for them. If you're enjoying this podcast, please follow, rate, and share with a friend. And if you're looking for more content just like this, head over to my website and sign up for the weekly newsletter. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, because I got really on top of that, I've watched you walk into customer's office and they're like, well, we've got quotes on this, and it may be a 60-page minute machine. And you kind of look at their copies, and you're looking over what they're doing, what they have now, and you're like, you know, really, you could get away with probably doing two of these smaller machines. It actually is going to cut the line down, people standing in line waiting on the copier, and it's going to do everything you want to do. 
And, and you could easily went and said, yeah, I'll quote you this big machine and, and got the money out of it, whatever. But you went for the two cheaper machines and actually end up, a lot of people we've done it for, we've made customers for life. Yeah, um, I, I can think of a couple of examples of that. And early in my career, the way I started doing it is I would just listen completely to what they were doing, how they were using it. And then I would look at our product line and what we had and then decide what I thought was best. I never looked at the price uh, until it got to the end and we were closing. And there would be sometimes it would be outside of budget at some point. Uh, and then sometimes you have to look at that. But it was never my first consideration. The first thing I want to do is figure out, OK, what are you doing with it? How are you using it? And. It's really easy when you go in and your competitor has already been there or they have been used to using a certain setup. And it's it, it's so it's real easy just to say, oh, we'll just like for life. But it has been my experience that sometimes and, and sometimes the customer isn't willing to look at something different. But if you have their attention and they really want to know what's best for them, sometimes you can look at different combination um, just by listening to what they're doing and not considering how much it is, mm. but instead thinking, okay, what's going to be best? And then you look at the price because sometimes there's an accessory you can take off or one you can add. Um, there's a lot of different options, but the first thing to consider is, okay, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. And based on what I have available and what you're doing, what is the best option? And then you work on everything else. And sometimes it's a little slower process, um, but your customer will be happier because you took the time to figure out exactly what they were doing and what you would recommend. Just like the salesperson that helped you, um, you needed that insight. You, you didn't know all about all of the options. You knew what you needed it to do. And that's the way our customers have always been. And I've been really blessed because they've, they've been willing to take my advice and I, I really think you can't lose by thinking first what's going to serve them best. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes, unfortunately, sometimes it is something that is more expensive. Mm -hmm. And you have to justify that. You mm -hmm. have to say, this is why I think it's worth it. And sometimes they agree and sometimes not. But if you can say, this is why it's worth it, it will make a difference. Uh, and, it, and it's easier. Uh, and it's an easier sale. But I, I try to only do that when I can see why it's worth it. Mm. Um, but, you know, I am a fan of bells and whistles if you use them. Mm -hmm. There's some that I love. And, uh, you know, we have a big floor model in our house because I love mm. copiers and I love options. So, um, but there's a reason for it. There's a use for them. So I think that that in any case that you can point out something, don't, you know, don't count your commission uh, until it's over. Yeah. Um, but in but first, think about what's most important to the customer. Yep. I like it, because I saw I've went into different places. Um, um, even running stores. Um, it's kind of funny, and I'll have a pair of shoes already on my mind what I want to get, and I've already researched the far out of them, like I do everything. But when I go in, I'm talking to them. I really like hearing what they've got to say, and I've had some really people that run a lot, you can tell quickly talking to them if they run or don't because they're like, well, I like these shoes right here because they do this, this, this. 
Um, but then if it's some guy that you know, some you know, guy or woman that that's, you get, and you can tell they really don't run much, and they're recommending some shoe, and you're like, really, that's what you would recommend? Like, yeah, it'd be some shoe is the 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 typical, you know, I mean, big box brand or whatever, and uh, they're just recommending it because that's what they they know, and they know it's a a popular name and things like that. But I think so. That's where a salesperson really comes in big is when a salesperson, you may spend more money, you may spend less money, but they're going to help you with what you need that you're really going to do what to get the job done. Yeah, very good. So this week I have the, another challenge for you. Last week, your challenge was to send out an email, uh, reach out to a potential customer. This week, I would love for you, and this is a challenge, reach out to those that are on your list that you have sent an email to, and maybe they haven't gotten back to you, reach out either in person or on the phone. It's all, not always practical. Not all of us are in a local market that we can go in person. If you are, it will brighten your day to go out and see people and it will brighten theirs. It's a little hard, but you have to push yourself and it, it will really help you to appreciate the customer and your territory. Um, but in any event, you can reach out either in person or on the telephone. And maybe you're an online uh, entrepreneur or you, you work online mostly and you work all over the country or the world. You can also use Voxer. So if it's somebody that you have have a relationship or you regularly use Voxer with them, you can reach out with Voxer. Just the sound of your voice makes a difference. It's a little harder to putting yourself out there, but it will make a difference. So reach out either on the telephone, through a Voxer, or in person, and just touch base. You've, you've sent an email, uh, now follow up, and just tell them you've been thinking about them. So that's your challenge this week. Have a great week.